talk. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Oh, yeah, son. It's Friday, son. It's Friday, my G. But you want to know what I'm really excited about, so... What's that? I said, do you want to know what I'm really excited about? Oh, what? Is it me? You better believe it. (laughs) Yay! Oh, brother. Oh, cheesy. Emily, my friend, how have you been? I've been good. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. I was I was ungodly sick for a little while. And, I'm so uh, glad that you are alive. Yeah, I'm on the upswing. I'm good. I'm on the upswing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, tally ho, good neighbor on the upswing. <laughs> Tally ho. Tally ho. No. <laughs> okay. I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm much better. So you know. Shout out to you. Yeah. How are you guys? Maintaining. It's been uh it's been a nice couple of weeks, yo. We uh we didn't know what we were gonna do without you. And... Show didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we were scared for a second. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was yeah. yo, I was hitting him up. I was like, "Yo, she okay?" Like, yeah, that's sec- the second <laughs> week was when we started panicking. <laughs> I was like, "Should we even record?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> my, my doctor used the words "medical mystery." <laughs> she, that's exactly what he told me. He told wow. me you re- that he quoted you saying that, and I was like, "Yo, that's not cool. That's not funny." Like, what? Yeah, she was like, we'll just treat the symptoms and see if they get better. And so far they are. So, you know. All right. Yeah. Well, then that's good. Yeah, that was um, scary. Let's, uh, let's welcome all our, our faithful listeners to. Yo, that's right. Get How You Live with a U. With a U. <laughs> it's uh, obviously Emily, Ross, and your boy Saul here. The pod father. No, 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 not even. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a new week. It's Friday. It's, uh, we're, we're in October. I mean, I guess we were in October last week, right? Sure was first day of October. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. There you go. Second week of October. It's spooky season, right? El spookies. You know, something like that. I don't know, but all right. Everybody like, every, I, I, that's all I saw on social media was like, everybody's like, oh, spooky season and like a bunch of pumpkin spice stuff and, uh, yeah, pumpkin you spice. know, a Here bunch of fucking Halloween costumes. I need a costume. I can't figure mine out. Uh, I don't even, I don't even know. I think I'm going to be working the bar actually on Halloween. Okay. Okay. So I think, uh, yeah, so I'll probably need a costume myself. But I mean, it's got to be functional. I'm gonna. It's it's a right, right. I don't want to sweat to death in something. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't want you to die. It is outdoors. Yeah. Do, so. Ross, does your little man have a costume yet? Damn, no, he doesn't. Oh, I mean, he, he, he what does? does? He does, but he doesn't. He's got this Black Panther outfit that fits him very well. But I'm like, man, maybe it's time to be something else. But he might have some, you know, emotional attachment to it. Due to the last year, so I don't know. But um, yeah, he's always ready to rock with the Black Panther suit. Hmm. I like it. Fun so fact cool. about me: my mother dressed me 
in a Mickey Mouse costume for multiple years. <laughs> you have no resentment at all. It doesn't sound like it. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> it really makes sense, but you know, Mickey Mouse it was. Would you like to talk some more about it? <laughs> the best costume I had as a child was when I was Pebbles from the Flintstones. Mm. I had a little I had a little dog bone in my hair and my little ponytail. It was so cute. Yeah, that's now did you have a bam bam to go? <laughs> I no. No, no, no cousin, no brother. How no. old were you? Were you like a child, like a baby? Yeah. No, I mean, oh, when okay. I was pebbles, I was probably like five or six. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But Mickey Mouse several years as a younger child. Well, yeah. We didn't really <laughs> oh, so you Mickey Mouse like from zero to like five or something? Yeah, like like probably like three to five or something. So you don't really you don't even remember. There are pictures. <laughs> the, the incriminating evidence is too much for you. I won't send it around because I know it'll end up on a uh, Photoshop. So <laughs> you're, pro- you're probably right about that. <laughs> that um, was great. We uh, we didn't really do Halloween in my house all that much. Like when I was a kid, kid like in New York, I remember. Uh, I th- I, and I think there's a picture of this. I got to find it. My mom might have it at, at my sister's house, but I think they dressed me up as dressed me up as a Popeye. But it was those uh like that hard plastic mask. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Like no, your face no, got really to. sweaty inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you could barely see out of the eye holes, you know, and it hurt. Everything was sharp, like on it. I don't know for some reason, but uh, you know, I I think it's the last uh, last thing I. I remember as like being a kid was was probably Popeye. It might have been Big Bird or something at one point too. I'm not sure. Wow, Big Bird. You're not sure if you were Big Bird? I gotta look back at the pictures because uh, the gotta see the incriminating evidence. Yeah, I was young. <laughs> I, I was the same. It might have been when I was about like, you know, three years old. So three, four years old, little Popeye running around with this hard plastic mask on my face and you know, like the elastic band around. Oh God. Like I remember it hurting still to this day <laughs> yeah so it's wild the things you remember you know from like your childhood well like a lot of those masks were like the thin plastic and so the edges were really sharp yeah it was the worst oh it was the worst oh anyways ross did you ever do any kind of halloween stuff nah man come on bro yeah hey i just i, I don't know come you on know, bro i grew up grew up in a in a good christian haitian household yeah. <laughs> we ain't celebrating no Halloween. That pagan yeah. stuff. It stopped, like I said, it stopped for me when I was like probably like four. Witches, four witches, and and ghosts and skeletons. You're crazy. You ain't bringing that in my mama's house. Yo, <laughs> thank you, yo, thank you, thank you for saying that because it reminds me. You know, quick, quick side sidebar here. Let us digress. Um, uh, so I. I get a ring on my doorbell. It's uh, like either UPS or something or whoever, you know, like uh, dropping off a package. I forget who. And I look at the name and it's not it's not my name. I'm like, oh, but it's like my uh, my landlady's uh, sister's name. Uh, just the first name. There's no last name on it. Um, so I was like, all right, well, let me just hold it. I sent my landlady a text. I was like, hey, I got a package. I looks like it's for your sister i sent her a picture of it you know the of, of whatever of the a label and everything and um I'm like okay well i don't know if it's for her she's, she's not expecting anything um 
but whatever, you know, do you mind holding on to it? I'll be at the house. Like, cause my landlady's mom, uh, RIP, yo, God bless her soul. She passed away earlier this year, but she used to live right next door to me. So uh, I guess they're still might be dealing with like, I getting stuff out the house maybe or cleaning it up, whatever it is. Um, but they're in and out every now and then just figuring stuff out. And she's like, yeah, I'll be at the house uh, later on this week. Um, you know, you can stop by and, you know, I'll pick it up or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll walk over and I'll, and I'll drop it off. No biggie. Um, so boom, I see her like Wednesday morning before I go to work and, uh, drop it off over there. Man, like my landlady is the best. I'm telling you right now. I love this lady, but, um, yeah, shout out to Terry. Anyways, like she ever listens to this podcast. <laughs> if my landlady listened to my podcast, boy, oh boy. Um, anyways, so, you know, shout out to her and, and her sister, Patty. But, um, I, uh, I get an email from her. Uh, yesterday <laughs> and she's like hey um about that package it ended up being a book she's like oh and i was like oh and, you know as i'm reading this i'm like oh okay that's kind of cool uh and i'm keep on reading she's like yeah it, uh, it was a book about uh witches and like witchcraft okay <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and i was like oh and i'm like reading and she's like yeah that wasn't my sister's uh it was the neighbors across the street yeah uh, you should just keep an eye out on that house just watch out for her yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the theme i was like Ooh, hold on Wait. let me you know what matter of fact let me let me let me pull it up because i just want to make sure i got it like uh you know, Is the I got house it. across the street, the ones with the Trumper flags. No, 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 because those oh. are those are like three houses down oh, across okay. the street. Okay. Yeah, that's like three three houses down across the street. Then there is uh, like another house that I don't know. I don't know who they are, but they're they look kind of like younger. They've been they've been there for a while since I've been here, and I've been here for like like six years or something. Yo, but on that note, while you look for said email and yeah. <laughs> I want to give I want to give a shout out to Donald Trump, his campaign and his branding people, because here we are almost a year since the election's been over, which means it's been well over a year since the campaign for the 2020 election started. And you still have people with Trump flags in front of their houses. Oh, bro. In bro. their trucks. Bro, they say 2024 now. Yes, it's a Trump 2024 flag respect and they and they like they they ball it they like tie it up in a knot that one and like every now and then like i don't know what if it's some sort of symbol or what it means you know but it's like really weird and then they'll fly it every now and then and then it's like kind of balled up and tied up in a knot again like purposely. i'm like what is going on i'm seriously gonna have to take a picture of it send it to like the feds or something put it on twitter tag fbi be like yo what does this mean respect. i don't i don't i don't i don't want these people on my street i don't care the Red Scare. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, so she's like, uh, she's like, I put the the box on Patricia's uh, front, front porch. All right. So, yeah, that's the lady kind of across the street, like cat corner. Uh, it was a book about witchcraft and witches. So be careful of that house. Knew it wasn't for my sister. If it ends up back at your place from her for some reason, you can just throw it away or whatever you like. I'm quite Maybe sure she's it's pranking her. you. Do you think she's trying to scare you for Halloween? No, no way, no way. The, the, she, my no way. My landlady was uh was like a very important like scientist and stuff in her day. She 
she's got a sense of humor, but that's not how she jokes around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, <laughs> like it's it's nothing like that. So yeah, I was like, oh, all right. I was like, that's pretty pretty weird. So yeah, I don't. It I, sounds I, weird, doesn't it? So I'm over here thinking like I better not be getting no kind of curses at my house or anything. A lady. Oh, your house is cursed, bro. You don't have. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it might be. It might be the Stephen King lesbian lady. You saw. You saw Lovecraft Country. They got the book, bro. You done. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, bro. Don't be playing me like that. That's kind of scary. Stop. Anyway. The book of names. Real way off track in the first ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what we do. Don't act brand new, Emily. No, you know I'm really excited for the next four hours. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I'm I'm keeping an eye on the clock this time. Trust me. We started late. (laughs) My fault. I got these eleven to eight shifts got me all wacky. You know, I gotta. Mm. And and the reason is they they had me overseeing some West Coast accounts. Mm. So the time zone. Uh, when they closed, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I was like, yeah, I, I completely understand. But usually the last uh, hour of the shift or so, is, it's pretty, pretty chill. And we're probably playing cornhole or something. And uh, yeah, it's not too bad. But um, yeah, it just kind of throws me out of whack for, for everything else. Because, uh, you know, you just kind of miss out on the entire day even like the beginning part of the evening. So it's like, oh, all right, we missed out on all the news. Like if some, if, if the world blew up, I would have no idea until I got out of work at 8 o'clock. But. Did you just say if the world blew up? I mean, you know. I mean, I mean. If, if the world blew up, you would have blown up too. Just <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, let's just say uh, my crazy little mini Google office that I'm at now transformed into a spaceship. I probably have no idea. We're blown up. Oh, go outside. Just kidding. Oxygen. <laughs> oxygen. Close the door. Soft. You're going to kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this margarita hit in the night, boy. I see that. <laughs> um, Emily, oh. any, any walls and pals? Yes. Thank you for keeping the agenda, Rob. Uh, you know, yes. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. um so my wow is probably that my uh my niece turns five tomorrow that's what i'm talking about hold on hold on. and uh my mom and my niece are gonna come up all right go ahead (laughs) my mom and my niece are coming up this week to spend a few days and i'm you know, excited to see them, and uh, my niece has never been to D.C., so we're going to play a little tourists. Um, she's super obsessed with dinosaurs, so I'm excited to take her to the Natural History Museum, oh, where she can see all music. the big dinosaur skeletons and stuff. Um, so, I mean, it's a little bit of a bummer, because not everything's back open up here, and like a lot of the touristy stuff doesn't have as much uh it doesn't have as many attractions open or there might not be a tour guide or whatever but in any event i'm excited for them to come so they'll be up here on thursday um and my pal i don't know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how do i choose i think my pal is um just seeing 
all of the January 6th insurrectionists getting like slaps on the wrist. Yeah. Um, oh, especially God. because they're being prosecuted by DC attorney, you know, the DC prosecutor's office and I know them well and like I feel like they're kind of like dancing around the idea of like, well, they were just in a group and like how do you ascribe intent and all this stuff. But like I there are cases where I don't know, you pull over a car and there's four people in the car, but there's a wet cigarette with PCP and so everybody gets charged, right? And then, like, everybody does time. (laughs) And (laughs) that shit happens all the time in D.C. So I'm really just not impressed by what they're doing right now. Um, And I don't really think that the punishments fit the crimes. And I think the judges in D.C. are getting frustrated with the... um, recommendations from the prosecutors on what the time should be but i also feel like the dc judges aren't really doing much to really remedy the issue um Hmm. like like in one situation i think they recommended like two months and he was like oh three months like who gives a shit he's gonna be out in like 45 days yeah um so i think that's my pal is just being really disappointed as per usual in the criminal system. So. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) The judicial system. (laughs) Yes. No, I did not say criminal justice system because it is not just Oh! 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 Spitting, spitting flames. <laughs> no, I, I will not even pretend to take credit for that. It is just the <laughs> criminal system. Oof. Ross, you got any uh, any wows and pals? Yeah. Um. So my wow is actually something that. Happened last week, but I just found out earlier this week. So, uh, and, and it was just hilarious. So I had, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this down. So Rudy Giuliani got banned from Fox. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, Rudy Giuliani got banned from Fox for lying mm. about the 2020 elections, mm. and it's like. I'm really impressed because I'm like, yo, hold on. So Fox is like trying to go legit now or. Also, 90% of their staff have been vaccinated thanks to the vaccine mandate at Fox News. So it's like, what? Whatever. I don't don't understand. So are they? uh, No, they still have Tucker Carlson. If they get rid of Tucker Carlson, then then I, I might. But they, they, they get rid of Tucker Carlson and that one blonde lady. What's her name? There's a lot of blonde ladies at Fox. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Like for real. Uh, <laughs> like she's she's kind of got her own show. Laura Ingram. Bang. Shut up and dribble. Yeah, get rid of her. Get rid of her and Tucker Carlson. Hey, we 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 could start we could start negotiating Fox. No, we can't. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. There's a long list of offenses that just cannot be forgotten. Um, or forgiven for that matter. I mean, they were like the number one like perpetrators of Obama's not born in America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fuck them. And and I mean the legitimacy is pretty much shot. I think they used to, what's his name? Bill O'Reilly literally built that network. Didn't he die? No, he's alive. Robert Owls. Robert Owls? Ailes? How do you say Ailes. his name? Yep, Ailes. He's dead. He's the he's the founder, co-founder. He did. Rush Limbaugh's dead. Oh, well, yes, Rush Limbaugh's dead as well. That's true. I confuse That's... Rush Limbaugh with uh, Bill O'Reilly sometimes. Oh, do you? Shauna. Oh, Hannity. <laughs> and Gl- no, wait. The best one was Glenn Beck with his fucking whiteboards. Oh yeah, I forgot Glenn Beck. Where did he move to? The guy with the uh, bow tie. Did he have a bow tie too? No. No, that's he, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, no, no bow, bow tie, but he would have these big-ass whiteboards where you try to connect all these, like, unrelated things together. It was all some grand conspiracy in the Obama administration, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm glad I never He was a huge Tea Party guy. Oh, no. No, I'm good. We the people. What clowns. Anyways. Yeah. So that's my wow. The fact that I, in a weird way, Rudy Giuliani was banned. But the pow is. No more money for that hair dye. Yo, know, straight up. <laughs> for some reason, every time I hear his name or read his name, rather, I just have this image of how that shit was just like. <laughs> running down his face. Yes, that's the picture. Yes, that is the picture that pops up in my head anytime his name is brought up now. It's like it's so bad. It's so like, bad. yo. That that and his gargamel shoes. Man's was tweaked out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. Is, is that what's going on? Oh, my pal. Um 18, 18 NBA players. Yo. Former NBA players charged in a Shout out to Big Baby. Shout out to shout out to uh What's his name, too? He was uh, Stefan Marbury's... Uh, Telfair! Sebastian Telfair. Oh, man. Yo, so Telfair is one of them. Um, you mentioned Big Baby. I believe yo, I believe Tony Allen. Tony Allen, yeah. Darius Miles. Yep, Darius Miles, yep. Um, Probably Quentin Richardson. I hope not, but... No, I didn't see his name, but I don't have all 18 names. I know that um, Shannon Brown... Oh, damn. And and the dude, uh, yo, Reuben Patterson, the Kobe stopper. <laughs> Reuben Patterson was a Kobe stopper. You don't remember that was a, that's what he called himself in that one series where he no, was on the Blazers. No. Oh damn! Now nah, I'm glad. I'm glad I do not remember that. Thank God. Man's called himself the Kobe stopper. Wow. He got ripped, but um. Yeah, so dudes is out here filing phony medical pr- procedures and um, trying to trying trying to get reimbursements on them, giving kickbacks to doctors. And I'm just like, damn, yo, when did things get this hard? Like, I thought Big Baby had bread. Yeah, he started selling weed and stuff. I think. Oh damn. Some wild stuff. Yeah, I don't. Which, know I mean, you know, I don't have a problem with him selling weed, but it's a 
you know, it's a fall, far, son. It's a far <laughs> fall from grace. Like, you know, if you were to say, yo, he's got a weed dispensary, I'd be like, all right, you know. Yeah, well, something like that. I thought that's what no, it was. No, no. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. <laughs> oh, if I said dispensary, then I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's, that's something, that was something along the lines of that. But what are we doing? Yeah, just a grow house in his closet? <laughs> no, no, no. He, he thinks shit. I saw him. You know what? Yo, shout out to my boy Lou and keep it, uh, keeping it. Oh, my goodness. I'm already messing up. Uh, messing mm-hmm. up this podcast. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. believe it. I'm such a, I'm a bad friend, man. Mm. Mm. Are you are you a bad friend or are you just having too many of those margaritas? You know, just probably a little bit of both. <laughs> Keep it sports. You're a monster. Keep it sports. Go check that out if you want a new uh, sports podcast to listen to. But uh shout out, shout out to to Lou. Um we saw him in Miami. We saw Big Baby in Miami. Um Lou knows Al Harrington. Because Lou used to work for the Magic uh, as an equipment manager for like five or six years or something. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, shout out to Lou. Yeah, shout out to Lou. But yeah, so we went and saw the big three in Miami. And mm-hmm. Big Baby was playing in that league. And we saw him like the next day just walking around. It was like on Sunday or so. It was pretty crazy. We're like, oh, hey. And Brickle. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Story. So that was the power. It was just like the fall from grace. Granted, granted, a, a four, it was a $4 million, 18 people. That's about $200,000 each. I, I mean, don't know if I'm willing to go to Jeff for 200 Gs. But... No, nah, not, not if I was a former NBA player. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd like to think you got a little something stashed. Mm. You know? Even 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 Jay Williams got a job with ESPN. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you know, maybe a lot of those guys aren't as articulate as Jay Williams. I mean, I mean Jay Will went to Duke, you know, Big Baby went to LSU. But I've heard <laughs> Big Baby talk. Yes, yeah, so have I. I would not want to hear him in a booth. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. No, that was it. Those are my wilds and pals, sir. So yeah, I turn um, it over to you. What were your wows and pals? I, I mean, I I got you know wows and pals. Uh, I, I don't know. If, so I, I finished Squid Games. Has mm-hmm. anyone watched Squid Games? Don't all? spoil it. Oh man, what are you? What episode are you on? Have you watched? Started it? Uh, yes, I have. But okay, first of all, are you watching it with subtitles or dubbing? Subtitles. Okay, thank God. I think I'm on episode. Six? Oh, so you're almost done. Uh, yeah, but I got a okay. I'm I got a little bored. Oh no, you got to finish it. Like, okay, here's the problem that I always have in my head is when someone's like, "It's the best thing ever." I'm no, like, I'm not saying it's the best really thing ever. I don't really want it. Like, no. I never saw Avatar. I wasn't into Harry Potter. Like anything that's like real big, I'm just like, mm, I probably don't like it. Yeah. And so I started watching Squid Game, and I oh my like, god, I really you... thought like this is the biggest show on Netflix. This is it. People, people, people. A lot of people haven't seen Old Boy. Did you see Old Boy? 
No, but like Ross, did you see Old Boy? Yeah, our our friend um Brandon Collins used to own the DVD. What the Korean version? Yeah. What? Yeah, I saw yeah. it back in like 2006. Yeah. Yo, shout out, shout out to shout out to Brandon for that. Wow. Brandon, Brandon put me on, yo, fuck my whole head up. Yeah. Like, as I've been watching it, I think 3% on Netflix is way better than Squid Game. But anyway, I will finish it. Just please don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. But all I know is like, look, I'll just, one of the lines, I'll tell you a line in it. Um, I love, because kind of like the whole thing, you know, it's, it's it's pitting people against each other, you know? And you get to see like how far humanity will go, uh, you know, for money, I guess, for greed, whatever it is. And um, there's one line that like stuck with stuck with me in the whole thing. So I was like, oh my goodness, this is it's so true. And he said, or I, he's talking to one of the another person that's in that in there with him, and they ask him, it's like, or no, or he says, it's like you don't you don't trust people because they're trustworthy. You trust people because you have nothing else to lean on. And I was like, man, that's that's pretty true. And once you see that show, boy, like. <laughs> Oh boy, you got Ross. You got to see it. I don't know. It's wild. Yeah, because I mean, what I can talk about, Emily's already seen. Like you know, what they play kid games. You know, like the first one's like red light, green light. But I mean, move on red, you die. (laughs) Yeah, like literally, like you know, like snipers come out and just like pop cap you right there. Once people see that, I mean, it's a free for all at that point. Like it's a wild. It's it's a pretty wild show, but. The it, it it gives me not as crazy as a twist as old boy, but definitely you know like old boy style. Are the are the Koreans uh, fatalist? I I don't know, right? It's kind of wild, but so I don't know it was, it was a good show, but you know I guess maybe that's my wow. I it was, I kind of finished that whole thing. It was kind of cool. I don't know if it's a pow too because I I run through shows, so then you know. I got to start finding some other stuff to watch, but luckily there's a lot of stuff I need to catch up on. Uh, so I'll be pretty busy catching up on a lot of shows. Um, I guess another like, wow, and pow, cause it's mixed in. So I don't know. This is it. But, uh, <laughs> so I'm in this, uh, I'm in this like, uh, Facebook group about like COVID information and stuff. It's like a bunch of doctors are in there and like Osceola County local community is in there. As, as, as you a, would be. A bunch yeah. of doctors plus Saul. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's great. It's great. <laughs> well, they, they invited me because of because of our platform, funny enough. Um, a word? Are you yeah. saying that the podcast got you on way in? It did. It really did. They're like, And I didn't get an invite? That's fucked up. Do well, they want to you know, sponsor? <laughs> well, no, it's, I, I don't. There's nothing to sponsor. It's a, you know, it's like this. It's a doctor out in celebration, um, uh, and uh, a couple other doctors um, around. Like uh, I want to say maybe out in like Polk County and something else, and then uh, mainly Osceola, and then like Osceola residents that are just like wanting to know more about it. But it, 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 you know, we'll, I'll be a hundred percent honest. It's like a all one-sided because this is completely like fact-based group like look we're, they're all mask wearers and vaccine uh approvers you know what i mean like no anti-mask no anti-vax people in this group at all 
Uh, it's just it, it doesn't it would, that wouldn't even make any sense. I don't even understand. They they shut it down real quick if anything pops up like that. Um, like with facts, you know, like no, this is it, this is it, this is it. Well, guess who got invited to this group? Your homeboy. My homeboy. Our very own Asilla County's uh, school board member John Arguello, the anti-mask, anti-vax king. <laughs> You can. And, and I mean, I don't even know what happened. And he decides to make this post on there, you know, like, and I'll read it to you because I, I, I got it up here. It was great. <laughs> I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's so long because as of this point, it's got, I don't know how many comments and like, God knows what, because people just went ham the minute that this guy came up and, and said something. What did he say here? It was yesterday. It's already got like 136 comments. It's like, hello, everyone. I was invited to join this group by one of your members. At first, I thought it would not be a good idea for two reasons. Number one, because nothing I say is going to convince anyone in this room. Blah, blah, blah. You get where I'm going with this, okay? So I, like, I really can't even no, read it. He's anymore. not going to convince medical professionals? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, just, it's, it's <laughs> you know, this guy, it, it's funny. He... I, and I don't know if if it's on purpose, if, if he speaks this way or what, but then it's like, it really is at like the seventh grade level. I feel like I'm reading a 3.5 paragraph, like essay, you know, that a seventh grader wrote learning, learning to write a 3.5, like essay, <laughs> like that. That's what it, that's literally what it sounds like vocabulary and all. And I don't care if he hears this or not. I don't, I, it's just, I, you know, I've already said it was pathetic on a comment uh, earlier. That's what took me so long to send you guys a link. Because I read something else where he's just tooting his own horn about how he's a man of conviction and yada, yada, yada. When he literally says he comes into this group to just listen. That's like one of the last lines or something. And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, who is this guy trying to convince? And luckily, I am not the only person that feels this way. Because 136 comments are just bashing this man bringing up the the re, bring up bring up that he didn't refuse to get fingerprinted because he's got a criminal record he got arrested for beating up on his ex-girlfriend and his steps and her and, and her child his stepson like you know and they brought this I mean it is great it's gold these comments have been gold so I guess it is kind of like a wow because I'm just like laughing my face off with all of the stuff that I'm like reading here and just seeing, and I'm glad that everybody is just all on board about how much of an ass clown this guy is. And like, when you've got somebody, you know, I'm, I'm talking about receipts. They pulled up the YouTube clips of school board meetings where he is just embarrassing himself talking about like how he's not going to wear a mask and yada, yada, yada. And I mean, just going on and on about stuff that has nothing to do with the matter at hand. Like that's that's all he does. Just like distract, distract. You know, let's talk about something else. Like, well, what about this? Like, try to compare apples to oranges, and and it is. It it really is like a seventh grade seventh graders argument. You know, and 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 like just everything about it, which you know, it's right out of the Q and on playbook. But you know, yeah. I, I, I don't, it's just too good. These comments are gold. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. 
uh, <laughs> like I really don't know where to start. They're so long because they're all like, hey, listen, you're an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, let's see. Uh, school board member John Aguayo expresses disagreement with the physicians asking. Oh, so they're even quoting him on stuff. Dr. Alexander, can you tell the parents that are in this room that if every mess. So that's that, that's I, I might have played that clip earlier in the podcast, I feel like. And the doctor responded, like, number of cases we have will be lower if people are masking. This will decrease. And obviously, the doctor goes on to say what it is. Arguello goes on to later call mask mandates a, a waste of time. And uh, what else does he say? Trying to put the doctor on the spot to say mask would, should mask, would mask prevent every case and creating a false dichotomy, uh, you know, like a logic fallacy. The no one's is- trying to prevent every case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm getting to the point where I'm like, if you don't want to take the vaccine, fine, but you don't get a hospital bed. No. You, you don't you don't get you don't get stay at home. Die at home. Don't go to the hospital. Die at home if you refuse the vaccine. Like you just don't get to like oust other people that have to get medical treatment. Yeah. I didn't do it. Facto. I agree with that. My man, I mean, my man is wild. Just and I mean, these, these for us, I'm, I'm gonna send you an invite just so you could read all this stuff. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, no, it's great. When I mean great, I mean like you know, when you gotta wake up, you take your morning shit, you're on the shitter, you're just kind of scrolling through stuff. Oh, oh, it's so good, so good. Yeah, I wake up when I wake up in the morning. I watch videos, man. I ain't trying to read like uh, uh, these WNBA players getting into fights. Oh, I when Ross that. wakes great. up, he's got things to do. There's a child. <laughs> he's got to get him to school. <laughs> oh, this is, this is so good. But it's just, you know, and my whole thing, I I, I put on there, I was like, hey, I think he's just going to try to uh, invite his anti-mask, anti-mask, like, trolls onto the group, which he did, one person. And, like, everybody jumped on that person because they were like, uh, you're an idiot. Like, what are you saying? And bam, bam, bam. They just shut him down with all these facts. And just, it's beautiful to see. And then the guy like deleted his comments because it literally says it's like, oh, all his comments have been deleted. Like he deleted himself because he felt like such an ass clown. It's like it's great. I went on to call Arguello an ass clown, I'm pretty sure, later on, because he's like he's like I said, he started tooting his own horn. And what did I put? I was like, stop pandering. It's pathetic. That's what I put down on there. I was like, nobody cares. Oh, because he started talking about his sister being registered Democrat and all this other stuff. You get what I'm saying? Like, we don't want to hear your weird sob story or whatever it is. Like, we hear, we heard enough of you. It's, we clearly know where you stand. I, I don't get why people still want to give any kind of platform or like microphone to like, you know, uh, someone who wants to spread that kind of message. Were you going to give him a platform and invite him on here? Well, I was going to do that so I could call him an ass clown to his face and then <laughs> see what he says. I wasn't really good point, Ross. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I told you guys I wasn't going to let him spew any nonsense. The minute he said a, a, any kind of fallacy, I'd cut it off right there. I'd be like, nope, you're wrong. Next. <laughs> cut his mic off. Cut his mic off. You know, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be that guy, but I would clearly, you know, I mean, you know, you'd have to he would he would prove like he would prove my point. You, you know what I mean? Just by trying to trying to evade every question that I would have to ask him and not give me a direct answer. 
the question I want to know is, is he like the other Republicans who are vaccinated, but railing no. against it? He refuses to get the vaccine, apparently. Allegedly. But that's what I really want to know. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, those like those are my wows and pals. Sorry, it took a little while, but I just, I don't know. They weren't really wows and pals. No, I saw good. My, yeah. I'm usually the one with the long wows and pals. It felt good to uh, to see that you yeah, being flawed. <laughs> It's just too funny. This guy's just too funny. Um, what else is funny? Because speaking up that I'm on this thing right now, looking at comments. Yo, Ross, the Facebook shutdown. That I mean, I don't. I didn't even hear about that. I was at work. So, I mean, I didn't even bother. Look at you. I thought there was something wrong with my phone. <laughs> Look at you being a productive member of society, and now you're too busy to be in the know of what might be going on in the rest of the world. It's just, you know, you start a new job, you just want to keep your head down and and and, and not look like you're, you know, being distracted uh, by just being on your phone 24-7. So, uh, and I, I mean, this is with almost every job period that I've always had. Um, I've never really had time to look at my, my phone or anything. I'm always just doing something at work. So I have to make time to look and respond to stuff. Like on my phone, if I get like a couple minutes, or on my on my lunch break, or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. So like, what 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 happened? And then there was was it right the next day? Facebook was going to was was I don't know. They were going to ask me a bunch of questions about stuff, some sort of deposition or something. What I don't know. Explain this to me because I don't know what happened. Yeah. No. Um. On was it the fifth? So that was like about two, three days ago. Facebook just. Went down. It just shut down. It wasn't working. So Facebook, well, Facebook, and all the platforms, WhatsApp, Instagram, all of. Them. Well, that's what I was gonna say. So Facebook and all the platforms that it owns, yeah, were all shut down. So none of them were working. Twitter was working. I, well, I Twitter there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. So so Facebook and whatever they own just wasn't working for a while, and um, I was just saying that I just find it ironic that. They had they shut down just a couple of days after their whistleblower came out on 60 Minutes. It was like, yo, Facebook is the devil and Zuckerberg is not who you think he is. And so mm, mm. so that was my theory. My theory was probably was like, yo, they shut that down themselves and scrubbed the servers and switched up their uh, what do you call it? Their algorithms so that they can be held so that they can be blameless, rather, if anything was to happen. You know, that's that's what I was thinking. But then another part of me is like, maybe just maybe they um they 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 got some ransomware issues going on. Maybe somebody figured out a way to to break uh, Facebook and ask for some bread. Of course, we'll never know until like maybe ten years from now when somebody leaves and their NDA expires, and then they can write their tell-all book. But um, yeah, I think. What was her name, Frances? Yeah, Frances no. Hagen. So was she uh, in front Hagen. of Congress? What's that? Was she in front of Congress? So I'm not sure, but I just know that... Uh, yeah, she was in front of Congress on Tuesday, and then by Wednesday, Facebook Facebook shut down. She was basically saying how harmful it was to children. Yes. Yes, you're absolutely right. She was also on 60 Minutes. Yeah, Sunday, so she was on sixty Sunday minutes before. on Sunday. Yeah. By Tuesday, she was on in front of she was in front of Congress, and then by Wednesday, 
Facebook had issues, but how fast did our politicians move, right? Or was it planned that she was going to be in front of Congress by Tuesday? I don't know. I mean, it's great. And for people who don't know, I mean, I, I think, Ross, you, did you mention already she used to work for Facebook? Yeah, so no, whistleblower usually means somebody who works there and tells yeah, the yeah, truth yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it's wild. I mean, when you look at the countries that rely, like most of the citizens that rely on WhatsApp for communications, particularly because you just need a Wi-Fi and not a internet plan, like yeah, huge swaths of the world, basically no way of communicating with other people. Straight up. My mom uses WhatsApp. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in Haiti uses WhatsApp. That's wild. I uh I got a post here. I'm gonna read uh from my boy Adam Kankaya. Shout out to Adam. Uh gonna go see AW at the end of the month. Hold on a second, I'll be right back. No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> but I'll read this um, read this uh, to you. So, because because he put up, a, I mean, I just thought it was, it was was well said, and he's been saying that that was the case for years about Facebook's algorithms, how they promote uh, adversarial and aggressive interactions. They hide people and posts that you actually might care about, and instead show you items that will trigger you emotionally, so you are engaged to repeatedly respond and interact. They push group interaction over friend interaction. Um, he goes on to say he's got some people he's been friends with on Facebook for over a decade, and he never even sees their posts anymore unless he actively goes to look on their profiles. And uh, if you look at the top comment of any post by any politician, it's nothing but anger. Um, he saw a post by Kamala Harris yesterday talking about her mother's breast cancer research, and the top comments were about Democrat scientists wasting money. <laughs> like, like I, I don't even know. I don't know how that makes Oh, that even makes any sense. Uh, and then he goes on to say, like, Instagram's algorithms are similar, except instead of emotional engagement, they focus on body image, promoting only the happiest and hottest people. So you can be angry on Facebook or lonely on Instagram. Your choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's true, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Um... I don't know that Facebook should have ever been allowed to acquire Instagram in the first place. Um, but it raises a lot, like, when so much of the world relies on that platform, it raises a lot of questions um, on, on how it should be regulated. And should it be considered a public utility instead? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, but I, I is it would it fall under like a private business category thing? Well, it is a private business. Yeah. But like there are antitrust laws and there are like pretty much every electric company is a private business, but it's still regulated because it's a public utility. Hmm. You know. What's the was it PG and E? No. What's the uh Electric company in Orange County. Which one? Electric company in Orange County. Oh, you see? Yes. Like, they're a private company. They're not a governmental entity. 
right? Like, they're allowed to make a profit, but they're still regulated. There's still, like, more consumer protections. Like, antitrust is not really my wheelhouse, but when you look at a company that's gotten so big that basically an entire country is virtually without the ability to communicate because WhatsApp is down, that's a problem. But which country was that? I, I just came back. Which country was unable to communicate? Oh, there's a lot of them. Like, India. India has a huge reliance on WhatsApp. Ooh. Like, you know, there's a lot of places where WhatsApp might be your only method of communication because you have a cell phone, but you only get on to Wi-Fi, right? So yeah. You have to go to Wi-Fi places. Yeah, yeah. Go to uh, WhatsApp. Send your messages, right? It's not required that you have a broader plan. Yeah. Um, like, there were a lot of people that weren't able to communicate for hours. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think they're going to do anything to change it, right? I, I, I don't think it's no. going to matter. Like it's still going to be the same stuff. We can't I just... even pass a fucking budget, okay? We're not doing yeah. anything big. Oh god. <laughs> well, well, there would only be an issue for these United States if it affected these United States. They don't care about what happens in yeah in India mm. or any of these other countries, for that matter. Yo, um, M, you sent me some stuff about Texas. Oh, yeah, you were gonna give us like a uh, a teaching. Uh, I was not gonna give a teaching. What? <laughs> no, but it That's was not what uh, Saul said. It, well, like, so, so Texas's abortion law has been struck down for now. I no, guess. no, so not no, true. now it got oh, okay, hold on. So, what's happening now then? So, right before we pressed record, the Fifth Circuit changed that. Mm -hmm. So, where do I, where do I, how do I summarize this? Yeah, like, what what does it all mean? (laughs) Yeah, so earlier this week, a district court judge, Judge Pittman, came out with like a 140-page opinion that, that imposed the injunction on the law, meaning that until the idea of the injunction was that until it worked its way through the court, court professionals could not enforce the law until like rewind to three or four weeks ago. Texas's abortion ban is really unique and some call genius, some call like the fucking work of the devil. I don't know, whatever. Even. But <laughs> But basically, the the difference about Texas's abortion ban is that they passed an abortion ban that they know is flagrantly unconstitutional. But what they did specifically was say no state official can enforce this law. And if you remember a couple weeks ago, I went through the whole reason as to why that is. But basically, normally when a state passes a law, restricting abortion access, you sue a government official. So, if no government official can enforce the law, theoretically, there is no government official to sue, right? Because the Texas law wants to have private citizens bring civil actions. So, 
fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. The district court judge in Texas, or sorry, the district court judge says that Texas uh, law is a real problem and that the U.S. government is likely to succeed if they challenge the law. Um, and so the the district court judge, Judge Pittman, enacted, granted a, an injunction, which basically said no court professional can enforce the Texas abortion law, which means, practically speaking, that like if a private citizen wanted to sue somebody for having an abortion, the clerk of the court can't accept the filing, the judge can't hear the case, so on and so forth, right? Like the court professionals can't let the case go forward. It did not at the time say that abortion providers could start performing abortions again. It was just to enjoin the courthouse professionals from enforcing the law. But we all expected that Texas would appeal the district court judge, Judge Pittman. Everyone expected that it would get appealed. It would go to the Fifth Circuit. The Fifth Circuit is very conservative. And so we thought it was going to be short-lived anyway. So I think it was Wednesday that the Judge Pittman's order came out. I think it was Wednesday. Don't quote me. And then tonight, Friday night, right before we started recording, the Fifth Circuit came out and said they're going to stay Judge Pittman's order, meaning that it won't go into effect um, and that they're giving the Department of Justice until Tuesday to address some issues that the state raised. Um, So DOJ attorneys will be working this weekend to meet that filing deadline. And then we will see what the Fifth Circuit does. So essentially where we are right now is Judge Pittman tried to stop the enforcement of the law. The Fifth Circuit stayed that. So really the law is still basically in effect. I mean, practically speaking, no one's going to be providing any abortions unless they want to risk the liability or if they want to make a test case, right? Like they want to test the law. Um, So in summation, everything's fucked in Texas. In summation, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing is the Texas law is very strange. So normally, if a if a law is not allowed to go into effect, and so like let's let's take it out of the abortion realm. Let's say there's a law that says you can't have a handgun in your house, and then somebody challenges that and says it's unconstitutional. It's a violation of my Second Amendment right, and then the district court says you're you're probably right. So we're gonna enjoin the case we're going to put it on pause while we figure all this out if you continue to have a gun in your house normally later on you could say like like let's say that the law was allowed to go into effect let's say the court came up with some reason as to why it was allowed to go into effect and you were then charged for having the gun while the case was pending you would normally be able to say like oh well the case was enjoined The law was enjoined, so I was able to kind of proceed with the status quo. That's not how the abortion law is written. The abortion law is written in Texas that even while this case works its way through the court, the law, sorry, 
even as the law works its uh, way through the court, the abortion providers can still be held liable. So even if the Fifth Circuit agrees with Judge Pittman, which is highly unlikely in the first place, but theoretically, even if they agreed with them, abortion providers are still going to be hesitant to provide abortions because if it went all the way up to the Supreme Court and if Supreme Court overrules Roe v. Wade, all those people that provided abortions in the interim could be held liable. It's it's unusual. Maybe that was a lot of words. No, we're no. good. This is I've a podcast. Thinking. Yeah, it's supposed to, you're <laughs> supposed to uh, you know say a lot of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flex that uh that legal muscle, friend. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh it's not great, really. And really, ultimately, if it goes to the Supreme Court, like we could all really be screwed. So, I mean, there's already a, there's already an abortion case pending this term in the Supreme Court, and um, it uh, should be concerning for everybody, really. Um, and that that ruling might just gut Roe v. Wade. No way. Yes, way. <laughs> are you serious that was, that was a great reaction no way i just it's just wild are you being that... sarcastic no no he wasn't serious no oh no it's <laughs> it is a seriously it's a very real risk um and we should take a cue from the fact that when texas's abortion law was in, in, initially sent up to the supreme court in the ordinary course, the Supreme Court would have enjoined the law to not go into effect until they worked everything out and decided if it was constitutional. And instead, because they've got a conservative majority, including Amy uh, Coney Barrett, they let it go into effect. That's highly unusual and should give us a signal that this is not this is not good. <laughs> um, so the the Jackson case, uh, I think it's a Missouri case. Can't remember exactly offhand, but anyway, the case that's up on appeal now. There's like basically three options. One, the court could just say like, nope, you still don't. You know, we're upholding Roe v. Wade and Casey. Um, which is highly highly unlikely. Um, they could just say Roe and Casey were bad law, bad precedent, we're overturning them, and there's no constitutional right to abortion, which would really be fucking terrible. The third thing they could do is throw everything into shambles, and it's probably what they'll do, is what they'll probably say is, um, normally what we look at is like, how early is the fetus viable, and we kind of gauge things off of that. Um, this new court case could say like viability is actually not that important of a criteria. And then it would be up to the states to determine what sort of abortion restrictions to enact. And then we'd be in constant litigation, but whether it is an undue burden and whether it like, uh, I think it'll be the third option. It's going to be terrible. (laughs) It will not be good. Oh, none of it sounds good. 
Yep. And, um, you know, the other thing is, like, I think medical abortions with, with medication, I think they'll become far more popular. Um, as we have seen, the war on drugs has not been very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you ban abortion, I think the medical abortions will proliferate and they'll have a hard time cracking down on it. Mm. Um, at least that's my hope. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. It's it's uh. It's really not good. Guys. How close are we to like Handmaid's Tale type shit? You know. Um. I don't know. I don't really like that analogy. <laughs> um. Are you caught up? Did we talk about this? I'm not caught up, but like, there's a lot of credit. I mean. I watched the first couple seasons, so I'm not one to really speak, but yeah. there's a lot of criticism about, like, how white-centric Handmaid's Tale is. Oh, hell yeah! So, ah, I, I, um, I can agree with that. Yeah, so, like, I don't really think it's fair to say, like, how close are we to Handmaid's Tale, because some people are already, like, living that shit. Um, Facts. So, mm. so, yeah. Mm. Like indigenous women getting their reproductive organs taken out and stuff like that. Oh my! Yeah, I mean, we've had like a h- hundreds of years of forced sterilization in this country. Yeah. Um. And you know, funnily enough, not funny. I was listening to um. Uh, maybe it was the weeds. I don't know. I was listening to another podcast this morning about the history of abortion in uh, in America and that when women started to really kind of take control of their reproductive freedom um, in the early 1900s, you know, the women that were already considering themselves on the first wave of feminism, you know, they were almost all white. And it was sort of a, our husbands won't tell us how many children to have, our husbands won't control our reproduction and so as part of feminism we're gonna we're gonna take some ownership in that we're gonna have abortions etc but that was also at the confluence of a fear of immigrants a fear of black people who are now quote-unquote freed um having more children and so some of the tamp down on abortion early on was actually just white supremacy trying to keep white women having babies, right? To like keep the population up. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I think uh, I think there's a lot of uh, like, especially um, in my kind of like maybe in my family and or in my just like my our generation and before that. Like a lot of misinformation about abortion, a lot of fear mongering and like almost just like COVID, you know what I mean? Like with like and and, and vaccines and stuff like that. They, yeah, a lot of a lot of no, times people just go to the extremes, right? Like, oh yeah, and 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 it's like women are just going to be having abortions all the time. Which, well, to be not fair, only that, but if like a lady wants to have abortions anytime she decides to, she can. But it's yeah. just the idea that there'll be all these excesses, and then you know your daughter could be having sex, and then she could get an abortion without you knowing about it. 
and it's just going into all this craziness. Mm. Carry on, sir. I feel like I no, that's no, that's that that's a big one too. You know what I mean? Like not wanting your child to get an abortion without you knowing. Like you know, where, you want where, your where child to have a child? Yeah, you know, what I mean? that's, <laughs> that's, it's it's wild. Um, but I, what I was saying, I was kind of more alluding to the fact that like uh, like the medical procedures and and everything, and just the misinformation being spread on that uh, to women um, by uh, you know, like like what what are those places like? Uh, would it be Planned Pregnancy? centers or Planned Parenthood? Are they Planned Parenthood centers? Is that what they what, what they are? Where they Planned where Parenthood's they... good. Are you are you talking about like the like right to life places? <laughs> then that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, the crisis pregnancy places. Or whatever. You, other you know options. what I mean? Like yeah. you know they they'll convince you at all costs to keep the yeah. baby and they'll try to scare you out of the abortion by telling you lies about the medical procedures and like everything and how you oh, feel for after sure. everything. Yeah. Abortion is one of the safest procedures that a woman can actually go through. Far more safe than actually having a child. Um especially if you're a minority. Like the the mortality rate for black women having children is obscene. Um, and the fact that we like pay no attention to it is, I mean, indicative of our culture generally, but mm. it's really terrible. Um, so like abortion is overall very safe. Um, and a lot of women that have late term abortions are doing it to save the lives of themselves. Um, a lot of those women already have children. Um, you know, it's just... There is a lot of misinformation. I will. Uh, that is sort of what they thrive on. Even like these heart uh, heartbeat bills. Like there is no heartbeat. What you are seeing is cardiac activity, which means that there's like electric currents happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're still a sack the size of my thumb, right? There's no heart. Yeah. But they call it a heartbeat bell, right? Because yeah. that invokes the emotion of it all. Yes. It's a... You just, you know, when, when you know, like, there, you know, one side is just spreading lies and misinformation on purpose, like, why would anybody want to take that, take them serious? Mm-hmm. I mean, the the Texas bill also, like, has no room for anything like no incest, no rape, no genital defects. Yeah, there are no no exceptions, yo. I mean, theoretically, you could be pregnant and miscarry at, I don't know, call it six months and need to have a DNC or a DNE to evacuate everything. And technically that's an abortion. They'll be like, nah. And all those motherfuckers can sue you repeatedly for ten thousand dollars. Did you see some of the body had a miscarriage, which is traumatic as shit? Um, you know, I um, let me see because there were uh, there, there were two cases in Texas just recently or something where you know the if they carry, if like the mother carries the, 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 the baby or the fetus or whatever full term, like she's going to die because something's like, 
there's something wrong with the baby where or to be told that your baby's going to be born stillborn yeah right? like terrible and now to... you've got all these women in Texas trying to book appointments in Oklahoma and other neighboring states. So now the abortion clinics in those states, which are already few and far between, yeah, they're, yeah, can't handle, they, they're already at a hundred percent. Yeah, they can't handle it. And then you've got to figure out, like, if part of your reason is not having a baby because you can't afford it. Um, and then you've got to travel out of state, stay overnight, do all the shit that the other state requires of you to have, listen to the heartbeat and whatever, whatever, bury the fetus, whatever bullshit they're making you do. So it's like a very expensive endeavor. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see if I could if I could find that story again, but I guess I can't. I don't know, but it, but it's wild. They said it's like a very rare medical condition, but you know, surprise. There's <laughs> like, a lot of medical conditions where, like, you know, it, it can affect one gender more than the other, but it can be like your child's not going to live past the age of three, or your child is going to have a life of pain, right? Yep. Uh, you know. But, but I think everybody should be well aware that it's a very real risk that the right to abortion is, is overturned by the Supreme Court, thanks to Trump and his shenanigans. Mm. Pack the courts. And Mitch McConnell. Fuck him. Pack the courts. Yeah, the yep. turtle man. I don't like him at all. Well, Mitch McConnell, I mean, I don't think that Garland was, like, the beacon of progressivism, but uh, to not even give him a hearing. But he should, that's what I'm saying, he should have gotten his chance. He should have been confirmed point blank, because he was Obama's nominee. Exactly. And then Mitch announced some brand new rule that he didn't even follow after Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Nope. So, um... You know, yeah, uh, scumbags. Um, I, I'm a big fan. I've said it before, but I'm a big fan of mandatory retirement, and not only in addition to court packing, I think that there should be term limits to allow each president some number of nominees. They definitely should. You know, equal. I also think I, I am interested in the idea of certain um i i don't want the whole court to to run for election because then it makes it very political but i would be interested in having a member or two elected by the public um that would also be interesting to me there's just a lot of court reforms that need to be done um and uh uh you know John Roberts, I think John Roberts is very afraid of Roe being overturned. I think he's gonna, I think he thinks that if it's overturned, it's going to be irreparable to the um, reputation of the Supreme Court as an allegedly apolitical body. Yeah. And you saw Alita was already at uh, Notre Dame. At Notre Dame. About, 
well, you know, this is not a cabal. Like, yeah, bitch, yeah. It is. yeah. So, you know, I don't know if Roberts can rally his people, maybe give some sort of narrow opinion, but I but I think the narrow quote unquote opinion is to throw the viability criteria out the window. Because we don't like science. Yeah, speaking yeah. of not liking science, your boy uh DeSantis, huh? <laughs> What's her name? Uh Nikki Freed just Free. called him out. Yeah, what happened with that? No, she just I and I think she's setting up to run for governor. So that that should be um that should be recognized as well. But she just recently released a statement saying that he hasn't been releasing the real COVID numbers in terms of like those counties, those school districts that do have a uh, mask mandate, how much their numbers have gone down compared to those that don't. And I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of data on that since it's like, well, we got 67 counties in the state and maybe five, maybe five have a, ma- have a mask mandate. So that leaves you with like around 62 that don't. So, you know, you can, you can go back and forth with those numbers. But yeah, she's just taking him to task on that. And um, we'll see what happens. I mean, we already know that he's out here doing some shady shit. And that he's he's bracing himself, or at least it seems for like a national run in about what like it's in about three years the the election would be right presidential. I don't know. I this guy's a maniac. So so here are here here's some of the stats, just like that 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 she released, the saying that that he didn't. Uh, 2.6 times lower student COVID-19 cases per capita in school districts starting the school year with mask mandates or mask requirements uh, than school districts without mask requirements. Uh, Let's see. School districts without mask requirements had nearly twice as many student COVID cases as school districts requiring masks. School districts without mask requirements had nearly 3.5 times higher student COVID uh, peak cases per capita than school districts requiring masks. Uh, the smallest school districts without mass requirements had four times higher student COVID peak cases per capita than in the largest school districts where masks were man were, were required. Uh, maskless Highland, maskless Highlands counties, uh, peak cases per capita twelve were six hundred times higher than in masked Miami-Dade and Broward counties. That's. That's... <laughs> Right? <laughs> Mask mandates work. Right? Oh, my God. Let's see. Five largest school districts had average uh, 0.48 peak cases per capita, while five smaller school districts had 1.82 peak cases per capita. Damn. So. Yeah. What are we going to do? I mean... You know, it, it's just, it, it's the same thing. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like how <laughs> how how do you hit? How does the governor? You know, and how, like we know he's blatantly lying about all this and everything. How come there's like how do we hold someone like that accountable? We gotta wait for the elections unless we can try and do one of those votes of no confidence on him. 
you know, but it's just so hard to even do any of that already to begin with, I feel like. To do what? Get to that point. A vote of no confidence or whatever, like you're saying? Yeah. Those are the options. Oh, man. Such shitty options. What a joke. And so we suffer. Yeah. it's What a, what a joke. Uh, on a little sidebar again, real quick, but COVID-related, Colorado hospital system will deny organ transplants to people who refuse the COVID vaccine. Mm. But- yeah. Let's That's see. It says, yeah, long been standard practice to require many organ recipients to get vaccines to ensure patients have the best chances of recovery and good outcomes. Yeah. So two major organ transplant groups in the U.S. have backed the vaccine, calling for wider access for immunocompromised people. I mean, that's that's a scientific decision. I'm not even mad at that. No. Yeah. You know, we're, we're talking about, like, what's the point of giving you this new heart if there's a chance that you're going to die in a month because you didn't get vaccinated? Yeah, because you caught the cold or something. So... That's that's understandable. I'm telling you, man. These people, people, people are wild out here. I was reading a story. I think it was on. Uh, I think it was on on MSN, of like some people who've been fired for not doing their, uh, for not following Taking their the vaccine? vaccine mandates. Woo-hoo. Started GoFundMe pages. Oh, stop it! Nah. Hey, go fund these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, that's your boy, yo. Yeah, well. I, uh... Yo, I appreciate your response. You say, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been looking at... Um, there was a report that came out of New York because uh, New York City public schools are requiring all professionals to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And that includes school resource officers, mm-hmm. uh, which have no business being in schools in the first place. But that's another discussion for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, hey. Their vaccination rate is like 10 to 15 percent higher than the regular um, officer, New York City police officers. Right. So it's showing that the mandates work to involve that and i also heard that you remember delta was um basically charging their employees like a couple hundred dollars a month if they wouldn't get vaccinated that has had although it's had some effect that has had less effect than just saying like if you don't get vaccinated you don't get to keep your job i think united airway has like 95 or 98 Eight percent of their employees back like it's an extremely high number and it's because they said if you don't get vaccinated you can't work here um so the mandates work <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait to see school officer resource officer you know i don't even know what would be his name like Angelino, Officer Angelino. I'm not getting that vaccination shot. You're so funny. I'm not going to get that vaccine. Talk to the union about that. I appreciate the voices and everything. I mean, they're not not as good as they could be. There being fewer SROs, so if they just all want to quit, that's fine too. 
but uh, <laughs> yeah, clearly the mandates are working in the places that are enacting them. Yeah. There's nothing else is keeping you from dying. Mm. Um, that's that's major. Me. What was this thing? Uh, we could, uh, I kind of want to talk about this a little real quick. Because uh, it is kind of funny. I mean, the Senate Judiciary Committee issued sweeping report detailing how Trump and a top DOJ lawyer attempted to overturn the uh, 2020 election. Which is something we knew. But I guess what? Now it's like, is it is this like legit now? It's like proof. what legit, sir? I mean, is there is this like is are they gonna do something about it, I guess, at this point? Are they gonna do something about what, sir? About Trump trying to overturn the election. That's what I was afraid you would ask, sir. You know? Come on. Look at the picture of Giuliani in this with this stuff running down his face. oh my goodness i mean like what all right so what is this what happened what what is this uh the sweeping report emily (laughs) i mean okay so it's an interim report which means they're still working on the investigation um but they tried to piece together several key events leading up to the insurrection um, and tried to pinpoint specific people responsible for helping Trump try to overturn the election, including some attorneys who have been now referred for attorney discipline and possible disbarment. Um, You know, I don't think it's anything particularly shocking if you have followed Trump at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think there's anything where you're like, oh, wait, I never saw that coming. Um, he clearly was trying to find loyalists at the DOJ to help him overturn the election, even though the DOJ is not supposed to be involved in those sorts of um, issues until the election is certified. But he was trying to get them involved before the election was certified. There's a lot of stuff in there about the particularly focus on Georgia and Pennsylvania um, and the intimidation tactics. And then also that he did not go in like sort of chain of command when he tried to get rid of somebody and replace him with somebody else. He wanted to replace him with a loyalist. So like none of it is particularly shocking if you know how Trump operates. Um where it goes next, I think they continue to investigate. They have issued a bunch of subpoenas to key figures. Um, and Trump has already told them not to comply with the subpoenas and that he intends to assert executive privilege. Executive privilege, yes. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be <laughs> successful, but like, you know, he's still trying to thwart everything. I, you know, my one sort of big concern from all of it is we know he's probably going to try to run in 2024. And Biden so much does not want Trump to be a side piece of his administration that I fear Biden will say, like, that's in the past. I'm focused on the future. Look at all the good things I've done. Yep, that's exactly what's going to happen. That. Like, let's not fight. I'm about bringing the country together. Blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and I feel like we're not going to have the support of him to actually go forward against. That's exactly what's going to happen. Again, it goes back to those like four or five voters in the middle of America that he doesn't want to ruffle feathers with. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if we go after Trump, then it'll look like we have a vendetta. So let's not. It's like, fuck that, man. This is justice. This shit happened. It needs yep. to be dealt with. The only, the only thing I can hope for is that the Southern District of New York moves fast. Teach, teach James. <laughs> like, you know. Because mm. I think Biden has never tried to be a divisive person. He's always prided himself on bringing people together, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> then I think he's just going to be like, I don't want to deal like, I. that's not the focus of my administration. That's a sideshow. Congress is taking care of it. The courts are taking care of it. Like, not my business. Um, yeah. If that's to happen, I believe you'd like for it to happen now, way before 2024. Mm-hmm. So that it's not something that can be pointed at during his campaign for re-election. He definitely doesn't want it to look political whatsoever. Yeah. Which, um, they got they got to move faster. <laughs> yeah, they definitely got to move fast. This is ridiculous. Um, this is a four hundred page report. Wow. I mean, it is the 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 pace is very frustrating when you look at something like Watergate and how they moved on it right and then the bipartisan semi-bipartisan effort um i don't know what more they need at this point (laughs) (laughs) i like uh, i'm reading like this article about trump how he also told the doj leadership you guys aren't following the internet the way i do yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that even mean? Is you're guy? not. You're not following QAnon. Come on. Oh my goodness. I mean, he really tried to push people to take actions that were against DOJ policy, against White House Council, White House Council policy. Um, people threatened to quit in protest. You know. Let's see. He, let's see, Rosen told the president the department can't and won't just flip a switch and change the election. That, prompt, that prompted Trump to simply ask for an official justice announcement that the election was corrupt and then leave the rest to me and the Republican congressman, the committee report noted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> leave the rest to me. Be a yeah, wasn't Biden around for Watergate? Mm. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. should have been. This motherfucker's been in the game a hot minute for me. <laughs> mm. Golly. You know, but his whole message is always like, I'm healing the nation. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You weren't um, healing nobody when we were talking to Anita Hill. Don't think we forgot about that shit, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... You know, it's just, um, I just don't <laughs> think that Biden is going to be the hammer that we want. He's not. Yes. He is not. I mean, 
you've seen how this you've seen how this administration has been moving on a lot of things. Yeah. <sighs> it's discouraging. Yeah. It's discouraging. I mean, they even cut down the uh oh. Oh, you there? Oh. Yep, I think we might have lost Ross. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. I mean, I was just gonna say, like, we consider Biden to be the most progressive Democrat ever elected. And and that may be true, but at the same time, there are a lot of policies I don't see much of a difference with, like immigration and and what oh, major cut that was. I can't hear him. Oh, I just heard him. For... Oh, there he is. There I, he I wasn't saying anything. Oh, okay. 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 Perfect. He's back. One, two, one, two. <laughs> All, right. All right. I never went anywhere. We didn't, you didn't hear, hear you. us you cut out. out for you? What? I mean, I heard Josh do all that, but then right after he said, oh, no, I think we lost Ross, then you were talking. So I was like, oh, we good. Oh. You were going to say, well, 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 go ahead. You guys finish your point. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we call him the most progressive Democratic president, and that might be true, but there's a lot of policies he's doing right now that seem virtually indistinguishable from Trump. Yep. And that's that's also doing a huge disservice to the midterms because if people can't tell the difference between Trump and Biden, they're not coming out for the midterms. That's for damn sure. Yeah. It's mm. a great point. Right? Like there's there's this guy who's been in Guantanamo for like what like 20 years. It, there's not just one guy. There's a lot of people at Guantanamo Bay <laughs> for like 20 years. But there's a specific gentleman there and oh man, I forgot. I want to say it's I disease or something like that, but I'm totally wrong about the name. But my point is that it, they haven't been able to bring a case against this guy because chances are he didn't do anything fucking wrong. So he's literally like trying to subpoena um which which is worse the military um the military contractors who are in who were in charge of his custody and it's like why fucking military contractors the ones to watch over so supposed high level prisoners but that's a whole nother story but my man is trying to argue like hey let me out like i'm not supposed to be here and now the biden administration their lawyers are literally like trying to like stonewall and not allow him or the people who were like his guards to testify in his own trial. Like he's the one bringing forth a suit. And it's like, damn, Joe, say it ain't so. Citing national security. Look, man, this dude's been in there for like 20 years. Let him go home. For sure. If he has a home at this I point. I mean, at this point, he's radicalized and I don't fucking blame him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo. Oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> for sure. Like, of course, like, what would you expect? That is the natural expected outcome here. Um, but hmm. like, the immigration policy has been a shit show. Yeah, the border is a shit show. Yeah, his environmental policy has not been great. You know what I mean? Like, we call him the most progressive, and that may be true on on, on paper. Show me the data. I don't know. You know, none of us were particularly enthused by him, but I think he, you know, he's what we got. But I think he's doing a huge disservice to the midterms by what he's doing. He sure is. And it's like he hasn't done anything for voters' rights. Mm -hmm. 
as promised. It's just been like, okay, well, what's what's going on, son? And these big sweeping bills keep getting cut back more and more and more. Yes. Meanwhile, yes. he's having tea with Joe and Kirsten, Kristen, Kirsten, whatever her fucking name is. Oh, cinema. It's Kirsten. That's what it is. Kirsten. Kirsten Mansion. Yep. Well, Kirsten Dunst, the actress? No. 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 Oh. Kirsten Cinema. Oh, okay. They're having like that. daily tea parties at the White House. Straight up. Dang, I want to be invited to a nice tea party. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a seer sucker suit, you know what I mean? Nice. That, Do you that. own a seer sucker suit? Nope, but I... Uh, I'm sure know. I'll make a cop one, though. Yeah, I need to find one somewhere. <laughs> it won't be too bad. Anyways, Ross, I, don't know. You gotta... I feel like seersucker is like Obama's tan suit. I think that's a scandal waiting to happen. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> that tan suit was the shit, yo. <laughs> I can't believe they were hating on my man like that. That was a scandal. A scandal. That was sure. his presidential scandal. A goddamn. And yet, no suit. one said a word every goddamn day that Trump wore that giant red tie down to the tip of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the one who tied his own tie. Yeah, it was the longest tie in the world. Yeah, right. No one said anything. So were the sleeves like on his coat. Below his belt buckle. So, like so yeah. were the sleeves on his jacket. So, so was every everything. The the pants that he wore. Ugh. He looked like a clown. He did. He really looked like a clown. He looked like a but fat they let clown him go on every day, and no one said anything. Like. Hey, did a toddler tie your tie? <laughs> it would have looked a lot better. Uh, yeah. It was literally, it literally is like a clown tie that's so long. But Maybe apparently that was magic tricks. I don't know. Perfectly no. fine. Ross, you gotta you gotta get it how you live for us. Um, I actually do. Holla. So you guys, um, this gentleman by the name of Robert Sinclair Argyle. Just uh, cop a plea bargain at the end of September to uh, resolve several charges, including theft, communication fraud, and money laundering. Mm. So he's out in, I think he's out in Utah. And uh, the biggest case was involving 31 charges, and it also involves 10 guilty pleas that stemmed from the theft of more than $500,000. Actually, it was Arizona from an Arizona man and his heirs because Argyle was handling their assets, acting like he owned two law firms. Oh, so Mans is a fake lawyer saying that he graduated <laughs> from Stanford Law. Yes. And so, and so um, apparently in 2017, he also transferred more than $616,000 from that man's account into his own account. And then after the man died, he dipped into the man's life insurance policy and started getting checks, Mm. writing checks for about $3,800 on a regular basis. Mm. And of course, you guys, he started spending some of that money on himself. Let me ask you to take a guess how he got caught. A Lambo. Emily, do you have any ideas? That's really creepy because I was going to be like, he tried to buy Tesla. 
let me so a review of the transactions showed that Mr. Argyle spent tens of thousands of dollars over several months on a Mercedes. Oh, there you go. Travels, lodging, food. He paid several thousand dollars per month in rent for a large estate in North Salt Lake, that's in Utah, and two pays. <laughs> I thought that you guys would enjoy that one. Yo, good for him, yo. Good for him. Man's was trying to look right. I'm not even mad at him. Two I'm not even mad at him. Um, sentencing, he's looking at about 15 years at the very least. Um, sentencing is gonna be on November 3rd. And so, although my man got caught, I'm gonna say. For the time that he was living high in the hall, copping the benzo, getting two pays. I think my man was trying to have himself a nice time out on the town. Mm. Um, Mr. Robert Sinclair Argyle, get it how you live. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say he probably took less money than the damages done to the Capitol building, and those motherfuckers are only getting three months. Straight up. Mm. Straight up. He did Three damage years. to a family. They did damage to a nation. Yeah, here they are. Well, mm. Okay, was it for their tax dollars? Mm. So. Damn. Yeah, that's what I got, yo. Shut up. That's what I was going to say. I, know em- I was going to say, Emily, you know they're going to ask you if you, uh, if you got any shout outs. To Hit my me. mama. Last, uh, I talked to her like last week or the week before, and she's like, when are you going to be on a podcast again? Hey. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I ain't trying to listen to these losers without you on there. <laughs> Facts. Oh, so, yes, funny. that's my shout out. All right. All right. Ross? Word, word. Um, I don't have any, I don't have any special shout outs. So, you know, I usually have like a, a dumbass of the week to shout out. So I'm just going to shout out my loved ones, wife, children. I love y'all. That about it. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Regular old same shout outs. You know how I do the LA Insurance, uh, Alan, Ray, and Charles out there holding it down. Uh, shout out to uh, Tori and Be Nice. Go check me out on Monday nights. I'll be there Monday night. Ravens game. Holler at your boy. Corner of Washington and Roslyn. Uh, shout out to Kenya Robinson and the Blixel Restock Image Project. Shout out to Long Shots Bar and Billiards out on the uh, in the Four Corners area. Go holler at my boy Mo. Holler at my boy Harold out there, and holler at my boy Alex. Um, I guess that's it, man. I'm sorry if I forgot any any other shout outs. If I if I forgot, you guys, my bad. You should start keeping a list, sir. Yeah. Drinking margaritas. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I think that might be it. I think uh, I think we might be done for the week. That sounds good, sir. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what happens. I think we're going to have uh, Miss Connie on as a guest next week. Oh! <laughs> no, I will be gone next week. <laughs> got it, got it. She's about to live her life, yeah. I mean, unless you want my five-year-old niece there. Hey, you know what? That might be kind of entertaining, too. The more the merrier. <laughs> oh, enjoy don't forget to go the week. The, uh... I'm sorry. What was that? I said enjoy the week. Oh, yeah. Everyone enjoys your week, too. Uh, Facebook page. Check us out. Get out you live. 
Uh, tell all your friends about us. Leave us a five-star review. We're on like every possible podcast platform that there is. Facts. Holla. Peace. <laughs>